Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the Big Ticket Variety and iHeart's Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Malkin. This week, I've got Joel Kinnaman. You already know Joel from The Killing and House of Cards, but now he is the star of Apple TV's NASA drama series, For All Mankind. Joel stopped by the Big Ticket to talk about suiting up as an astronaut, the sequel to Suicide Squad, and what happened when his good friend Rob Pattinson was cast as the new Batman. That's all coming up after the break. Stick around. Hey y'all, what's up? It's Jess Hilarious, and I'm just making sure y'all know that I got a podcast called Carefully Reckless on the Black Effect Network. I'm gonna be telling y'all all my business and telling y'all other people's business too. It ain't no limits to the things I talk about. Y'all know that if y'all know me. From baby mama drama to healthy relationships, from child support to stimulus checks. Look, when you take a step back and you realize that we all go through crazy stuff and we got stories to tell, those situations do not define you. But they do make for a real good conversation. <laughs> In a world where clickbait and cancel culture can tell your story before you do, I'm creating an outlet to remind people that we still human crazy and we can all laugh about it. Don't stress over it. Bring your problems to me. I promise I won't judge you, but I might crack a joke or two. Don't be scared. It'll be respectful and messy at the same time. Just make sure you tune in. Listen to Carefully Reckless every Wednesday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And now we're back with Joe Kinnaman. How are you? I'm doing great, Mr. Kinnaman. Yeah. Thank you for Good coming in. No, thank you. Thanks for having me. So Apple TV Plus. Yes. So it's so new. So when your agent calls and says they want you to whatever for Apple TV Plus, are you like, what? I'm confused. Well, I mean, uh, I mean, I'd heard like rumors that Apple were, you know, um, gearing up to start their own platform for right. a while, and. Um, and of course, that was a definite draw. But right. I mean, what really drew me in was the actual project that Ron Moore, Ben, and and Matt had created. I thought it was like really original. And tell us about For All Mankind for people who don't know out there. Yeah, so they I th- it it originated with um, Ron discussing with a friend, you know, the idea of maybe doing a sort of Mad Menish uh, show in NASA environment. Mm-hmm. But then they started discussing about, you know, the space race kind of it was pretty much a sad story. You know, right. we, we, we got to the moon, 
But then after that, it just, uh, you know, people lost interest and NASA got defunded and, and sort of the whole promise of space exploration didn't get fulfilled. So then they came up with this other idea. And um, like, what, 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 would have, what would have had to happen for the space race to continue? And, um, and so they came up with this show where it actually starts with the Soviets mm-hmm. beating us to the moon. And by losing the, the space race, it continues. And right, because we want to go bigger and better than Exactly. <laughs> and, the, you know, the American spirit will prevail <laughs> some way. And, um, and it creates this, like, really original um, story that, you know, it's just... It, I, I'm, I'm, I'm amazed what they've created. And, and now we were... I mean, I don't know if I'm supposed season to say this, two but, has been but yeah, yes, so we're we're, been, we're actually <laughs> we're gearing up for for shooting the second season, and wow. it's uh, yeah, it's 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 just they've done an incredible job with it, and it's just been such a pleasure shooting it. So I, like I'm, I don't think I've been this excited to show something that I've wow. done to people yet. Yeah. So like every little kid's dream is to be an astronaut, and you get to put on the astronaut suit. Yeah. What was that like putting that on for the first time? Well, it's a lot more fun as an idea than to actually do it because i've worn a couple of uncomfortable suits in my day and let me tell you this uh, astronaut suit is a nightmare it's it's incredibly uncomfortable really it's yeah it's brutal it got a little better like over the course of the season we did some tweaks but in the beginning i think it was also the suits weren't made for you know six foot three swedes (laughs) you know you were actually i think you weren't the, Swede, the Swedes weren't in the space race? <laughs> no, no. I think you weren't, uh, you couldn't be more than like 5'10 actually to be an astronaut. Oh, wow. So that's why everything, <laughs> I'm always on my knees doing stuff there. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's incredibly uncomfortable. And then they have this like, there's this pipe in the back um, that, because you have this backpack on. Right. And, and then, but it's, so this backpack is, is weighs like 30 pounds because it's a big fan inside there. And, and it's pressing against your back, but then you have this big pipe in the back. We call it the elephant dick. And uh, the elephant dick was, was not fun. I wanted to cut it off. You wanted to cut off yeah. the elephant dick. Um, but yeah, so we were, we were sweating in those. And sometimes the fans stop working. And, you know, you have your head in this fishbowl. And all of a sudden, it goes pretty quick for you to get lightheaded. And I remember the guy who uh, plays um, uh, Armstrong, like we were shooting the first day and he was like sweating and sweating and, it was like, and he was basically having a panic attack and I was like this, come on was like, what a wuss like, was, and then we realized his fan wasn't on so he was not getting any air he was, getting, he was literally getting suffocated in there it was the first day we were wearing these first day uh, yeah. nice and uh, I was thinking to myself oh, you know whining <laughs> did you get did you have to do any like zero gravity work the vomit comet um Sorry, okay. I love chewing ice. Um, <laughs> no, I was uh, like, I was watching images from that vomit comet that looked incredible. Um, but no, we didn't, we didn't do that. It was very analog, the whole uh, zero G, um, mm-hmm. how we how we portrayed that. But it works, uh, like it, it really works. So there's in one point, um, I think it's the first episode, maybe it's the second episode. Um, someone's giving a pep talk um, at NASA, saying, you know. Russians got there, but yeah. we're going to get there. Yeah. We're going to go to Mars. We're going to go to Saturn. We're going to go beyond. Yeah. And then we're going to answer questions. Is there life? Are we the only ones here? Yeah. So the big question, do you think we're the only ones here? Um, 
I mean, I definitely thought so. And then I saw Ad Astra, and then, uh, <laughs> and then I was like, maybe, maybe we are alone. <laughs> um, no, but I think I, I, th- I definitely think that we're we're not alone. Um, it's pretty arrogant for us to think we are alone. Yeah, I don't think so. But you know, but for something to exist at the same time that we're here, you know, that right. I think is a you know small chance to. But I mean, just understanding how. I mean, it's hard to wrap your head around infinity, right? Um, but if it is inf- infinite, then there would be infinite realities. Right. And the series also touch is touching on some strong issues: women's rights, women's role in the workplace. You see these um, women working at NASA yeah. being treated like they treated women back in those days. Yeah. Um, but there also there's an immigration storyline. Explain that. Yeah, I think what I love with this show is that there's so many times where I felt that it would have been so easy to pander to the important questions of today. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of people that are trying to tell stories about things that are very relevant today and things that should be very relevant, but they do it in a storytelling way where it just feels on the nose. Right. So that's something that I felt really good about. It's like, you know, it, it... they bring these issues up, but they bring them up from the perspective of the time. Mm-hmm. You know, this this is like late '60s, early right. '70s, and um, and there is there is a, a whole aspect of this show that with this alternate timeline that has been created, mm-hmm. it also creates this world where we're where in some ways we're governed by our better angels mm-hmm. so there is this sort of optimism around the show there, there, there's there's a lot of like very heavy stuff that happens it's some heavy drama and mm-hmm. tragedy that that goes on in the show but but the world is sort of guided by our better angels in a way mm. and um so progress starts to happen more quickly and both in terms of like women's movements, race relations, and, and but it's described in a way that doesn't feel like on the nose or, or with an right. agenda. But it's just the the trajectory of society moving in that direction just started picking up its right. pace much sooner. Now we're going to take a short break, but when we come back, Joel discusses how director James Gunn is changing the Suicide Squad franchise. Plus, what happened when his friend Rob Pattinson was cast as Batman? And get this, Joel is a huge Succession fan. All that and more after the break. For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger, Offering supplies and solutions for every industry. With 24-7 support and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Call clickranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Okay, let's go. So we're supposed to be sticking to the script. But we ain't. Because <laughs> that's just not what we do. It's your girl Tim Bam, y'all. And it's AJ Hey. hey. And we're giving a whole bunch of good bad advice. 
and a lot of bad, great <laughs> advice. <laughs> We're trying to teach you how to say when, how, and how much, child. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. Now, that doesn't always have to apply to your sex life, ladies. It can absolutely apply to your career. Unless your sex life is your career, then it's interchangeable. <laughs> We're talking about a whole lot of sex. I love the sex. Hey, and a bunch of money. We love the money. And relationships. Yeah, We're going to work on that. <laughs> so listen to our new show, We Talk Back, every Thursday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're back with Joe Kinnaman. Okay, we got to talk about Suicide Squad. Yeah. Number two. Yeah. How's it going? The Suicide Squad. How's it going? Uh, it's going really well. Yeah? It's going really well, yeah. It's, New director, uh, James Gunn. Yeah. Um, James Gunn is he's an incredible guy. And he's written a fantastic script. It's mm-hmm. so funny. And um, Is it more like the Guardians of the Galaxy now? It feels like the Suicide Squad. You know, it's just it's just funny. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really funny, and um, and I feel like I'm in the first. Uh, I'm like shooting my first comedy. That's what it feels. Oh, like. that's There's awesome! A lot of really funny people there, and the script is really funny. Um, so to me, it's like a learning experience. I'm just I'm um, really I'm around a lot of incredible funny, funny people. people, and um, yeah, it's it's um, it's also a project where like as an actor you sort of become a student of leadership in a way mm-hmm. because you're in so many different projects and you can really see how how leadership affects people so mm. differently and this is you know James is just such a you know he's a warm kind person that is mm. also very clear in his vision mm. so it just makes for a very harmonious uh, work environment and um yeah it's like people are People are loose, you mm-hmm. know, feel good, and they're not afraid to make mistakes, and um, so people are playing. Were you afraid on the first Suicide Squad? No, no, I'm, yeah. I'm not saying this but in comparison to the first one. Yeah. It's just in general, it's like this is a, um, this is a really good experience. All right. Yeah. So you all went to go see The Joker the other night. Yeah. What did you think? <sighs> I thought it was fantastic. Yeah? I thought it was fantastic. Did you feel like you were cheating on Jared Leto, though? No. <laughs> <laughs> Who? <laughs> You're not getting pig heads and bullets and everything else he was sending? No. Um, no, I, I mean, Joaquin just crushed it. Wow. I mean, what? He's incredible. He's such an actor. It's, um, yeah, it, it's, um, it's surprising to see that kind of a performance in something that's has like a DC rapper right. around it, you know, because that's it's a real art film. Mm-hmm. And um, I have a sister that's schizophrenic, and wow. um, you know, I've drawn on some of her sort of behavioral things and, and things that I've done earlier. Wow. And um, and yeah, I was really struck by how accurate. His, so yeah, uh, you see it in his, a whole different. Yeah, how his performance was outstanding i think he's really one of the best of all time do you think we'll see him in suicide squad i mean that would be incredible <laughs> I, I, I doubt it <laughs> you know but then there's... i doubt it i seriously <laughs> doubt it we, we have uh, i have some insight into how he 
uh, operates and uh, <laughs> be, but I mean that would be fun <laughs> and then of course there's a new Batman oh yeah will Rob right. Pattinson yeah. be showing up in the yeah. Suicide Squad sequel yeah yeah, I'm uh, I'm so impressed with Rob's journey. Um, mm -hmm. I've I've known him, been friends with him for quite a long time, and you know he he came out here and became like super famous, um, <laughs> crazy doing famous. these vampire films, and and you know had any you know he had all the opportunity to do any kind of you know superhero comic yeah. book anything commercial they would throw it at him. And he just turned down to almost everything and, you know, spent seven, eight years just doing like obscure films mm -hmm. with um, with interesting directors, right. films that very few people saw. But he was going to film school mm -hmm. and um, and now he's like just lining up beautiful performance after Batman. the next. And now yeah. he's taking on Batman. <laughs> and I think that's so smart, you know, because now he's ready to do that. Right. Now, now he can. Now he can do his own thing with that, mm. and if I think if he tried to do something like that maybe five years ago, then it would have been something that someone else just put on him. Right. Someone just threw a suit on him, and and but now he's going to do something. I'm looking forward to seeing it. I'm, I'm looking forward to what Rob Pattinson right. is going to do with his Batman. You know, he has to be in Suicide Squad. That's how they can introduce <laughs> <Yeah>. him. Yes, <laughs> That'd be fantastic. Um, and then Catwoman. Zoe Kravitz, they just announced oh, she yesterday. Yeah. yeah, so that's another series, cool. another person who's in your world. Awesome. So, do you text Rob when he gets Batman and be like, "Welcome to DC"? Uh, I did text him actually. <laughs> he didn't hit me back though. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, he's gotten too big. He's gotten too big. He doesn't text me back anymore. Um, obviously, these superhero movies are you know bigger than ever, whether it's Marvel or DC. But then you have someone like Martin Scorsese, who recently has said he's not a fan of them, yeah. and he doesn't believe they're real cinema. What do you have to say to that? Yeah, I mean, that's okay. He can, <laughs> he can say that if he wants. You know, that's fine. Like, Martin Scorsese will always be one of the greatest directors of all time, and he meant more to cinema than the most, so he's entitled to that opinion, you know. And, you know, who, who knows what, what's right. So what's the one movie you could watch over and over again and you never get bored? Um... I mean, Goodfellas has been one of those kind of films <laughs> that I've just, you know, that I see over and over again. I think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is going to be one of those that I'm going to see many times. I love that movie. What did you love about it? It was just great to see something that was so personal and mm -hmm. and something that wasn't, that didn't follow, you know, every, you know, formulaic beat. Right. You know, there's so many films that are just pushed to have a certain pace to move forward and not to meander but sometimes the little meander is the personality right. of the film and um, and if you cut that out then everything just becomes you know like something that was out a week ago right. and um, so I thought it was a beautiful film what, and, else, are you and, like, what else are you liking this year? Um, I, I saw Ad Astra mm -hmm. that I also absolutely loved right. I loved it I thought, I think it might be Brad Pitt's best performance. Oh. I thought it was, yeah, so that apocalypse now feel to it, mm. just descending into darkness. And um, that is some, <laughs> that, that is some abandonment issues. <laughs> like when your dad goes to Neptune <laughs> to leave you. Um, what other films this year? Um, what have I seen? 
Um, I've been obsessing over succession. Oh, you're one of those yeah. people. Yeah. Okay. I, it's the first show I've binged in a long time. So which, this, Roy, which Roy are you? Um, <laughs> I don't know, but uh, <laughs> all of them. Cox. I'm like the, 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 that is the... Been the mother like that? That's that, oh, I shouldn't spoil it to people. You got go talk. They, yeah. sh- they should see it already. Yeah, when uh, <laughs> when he just like sits down and he's like so broken down, and he just needs his mother, and he's like, I need to talk, and, <laughs> and she's like, How about we talk in the morning over an egg? <laughs> like, oh, those are his parents. Like, no wonder. Yeah, they're so deliciously. Uh, Horrible, all of them. Yeah, and, um, and it's been like this sort of slow burn too. Yeah, because all Alan of us- Ruck's character is so good too. <laughs> Buffoon, like, what an idiot. <laughs> yeah, Alan plays him so well. So you said you binged it. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I watched uh, all the episodes that are out in two and a half days. Wow. Yeah, that's was, the best, isn't yeah. it? But then it's over, and you're like, but I'm more. Yeah, I but want more. yeah, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, you're part. You're part of that world now. Yeah. Awesome. Joe Kenneman, thank you so much. Thank you. It's a pleasure talking to you. That was Joe Kinneman, and that's it for this week's episode of The Big Ticket. I'm your host, Mark Malkin. Coming up next week, my sit-down with Robert Pattinson. Find out what he's saying about the Oscar buzz surrounding his work in the new indie, The Lighthouse. Thanks so much for listening to The Big Ticket. I'm your host, Mark Malkin. See you next week. And don't forget, follow me on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Malkin. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.